Hey everybody, it's Kofi here, and I want to speak to you about one of the most talked about and sought after food truck businesses in the great city of Orlando, Florida. And that business is none other than Chicken Fire. Now, if that name doesn't capture your attention on its own, then I can almost guarantee you that its mouth-watering Nashville-styled hot chicken menu will. But don't take it from me. Listen to the originator himself. Joining me now is owner and founder of Chicken Fire, who also happens to be my brother, Mr. Kwame Boache. How you doing, man? I'm doing great, Kofi. How are you doing? I'm doing good, man. It's good to hear from you. It's good to hear your voice. And it's also great to see the great things that you're doing in the great city of Orlando, Florida. Can you tell us a little bit about what Chicken Fire is doing out there? With Chicken Fire, goes to be everyone's favorite place to eat chicken. And we specialize in making a type of chicken called Nashville-style hot chicken. And we specifically call it soulful hot chicken. The reason we call it soulful is because for us, it's the intersection where passion meets purpose. The passion part of that is everything that we put into our food, the love and the creativity, how we treat everyone that comes that we encounter, how we treat one another, how we exemplify the standards that we're seeking to set. And that purpose is point is to bring the true lost art of Southern hospitality back into the restaurant industry, where I feel like a lot of places have gotten away from that. And a lot of people are being treated as a transaction instead of a person. And I want to bring that back into this industry where people People know that they're cared about, where they know that a lot is going into the food that's being prepared for them, and they're always going to be served with high quality every time. So we don't just make chicken, we're here to create an experience for people. I gotta know a little details about what you are providing on your menu, man. Can you talk to us about what Chicken Fire is really giving you guys? Of course. So with our menu, we keep everything extremely simple. We focus on putting up the highest quality offering that we can and making it easy for you. So one thing that I always recommend for people to go for in our menu is the hot box, which gives you a little bit of a tour of our menu. With that, we serve you two of our jumbo buttermilk fried chicken tenders at the heat level of your choice, which ranges from soulful, which is perfectly seasoned, but no heat, all the way to hot, which is straight fire. Uh, it'd be warned that it uh, really is fire and had people get the hiccups over it and have a little trouble breathing, kind of have the snot running out their nose, tears, uh, tear-inducing. But it is pretty intense. And along with that, you get a slice of fresh baked bread from local uh, bakery, Old Heart Bread Company, which has been around here in Orlando for 51 years, using craft old school techniques and methods to make all their bread and then we take it further we pair it with pickles some crinkle cut french fries that we sprinkle with a little bit of sea salt some fire sauce that we make from scratch ourselves and our creamy buttermilk coleslaw all to temper the heat of that chicken and really make the flavors explode so for somebody that has never had nashville styled hot chicken how would you describe what it is to them i would say that our chicken and nashville hot chicken specifically in the way that we make it, it's the perfect blend of salt sweet and heat so we start with a base of our golden brown buttermilk fried chicken that's then downed in a hot oil glaze that's mixed up with cayenne, pepper, brown sugar, and a secret blend of spices that I can't tell you about. Then we serve that over a flat slice of fresh baked bread and topped it off with pickles. Once you can sink your teeth into it, you'll find every single bite is magical. Literally, you sink your teeth into crisp breading, and then immediately it intensifies that experience because you get a rush of sweet heat from that hot glaze, and the heat is true. It's a steady and flavorful rise that leads you to the tender, juicy chicken. And then that heat pulls you in, but it's that flavor of the actual chicken that's going to keep you coming back for more. Man, you got me ready to go get some Nashville-styled hot chicken right now from Orlando, Florida. I'm not even I'm not even there right now, but I want to make a flight there as we speak. <laughs> we'll be here all the time, so we're not, we're not planning to go anywhere anytime soon. So anytime you make it down here, we'll be ready for you. That's perfect. You can find out more information about Chicken Fire and everything that they're doing in the great city of Orlando. Orlando, Florida at Eat Chicken Fire on Facebook and Instagram. And also, if you're in the Orlando, Florida area, be sure to visit them. Go check them out. See what they're doing because every Saturday in November and December, prior to their grand opening on January 1st, 
They will be at the Red Light Red Light Brewery right there in Orlando, Florida. Kwame, always a pleasure. Thank you for stopping by and talking about your business. Hey, thanks for having me. See you soon. At the age of 19, artist Demoye Janae has accomplished more than what most musicians will accomplish in their entire careers. This incredibly talented multi-instrumentalist and vocalist has played all across the nation on big stages and festivals such as the New Orleans Jazz Festival and the Notorious Hotel Cafe in Hollywood. But aside from being a downbeat student music award winner, silver medalist at the 40th annual NAACP AXO competition, and a two-time recipient of the Outstanding Vocal Soloist Award at the Next Generation Monterey Jazz Festival, she's also my friend and a classmate who's a way better person than she is musician, by the way, if you can believe that. So without further ado, sit back, relax, and welcome to episode three of the Kofi B Podcast. And welcome to the Kofi B Podcast. My name is Kofi Boache. I'm your host with the most. Be sure to add me on all social media platforms at Kofi B Music. KofiBMusic.com is where you can find all the updates of everything that I'm doing right now. But this is not about me right now because I have a very special guest with me. Uh, we have the multi-instrumentalist, the very talented, the amazingly talented, and also a fellow colleague of mine here at Berkeley College of Music, Ms. Demoye Janae is here. How you doing? I am doing good today. <laughs> <laughs> it's good to see you. Thanks for being here. Thanks for doing this for me. Uh, Thank you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, first of all, uh, how are you doing here now that you're here at Berkeley and everything? What's this experience been like for you? Berkeley, Berkeley. I, I mean, I love it here, especially the community. I love how everybody, regardless of their instrument and principle, major, genre, minor, you name it, everybody's so supportive and uplifting of anybody who is building a name for themselves in the industry or currently working in the industry or trying to work on themselves as producers and songwriters and composers. Like, I love how everybody is just so supportive here. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, so you're coming from Dallas, right? Dallas, Dallas Texas. Texas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, I mean, Dallas, Texas is known. I mean, it's such a great artistic area, mm -hmm. too. I mean, so has that been a transition for you being in Dallas and now being amongst peer groups that are talented like this? Or has it kind of been like you're at home? I mean, it, it kind of feels at home. I mean, I've met... A f like a few indie artists here at Berkeley. I know in Dallas we're infested with so many amazing indie artists and even big name artists as well, um, like Erica Badu. Right. Yeah. Um, some members from Snarky Puppy like Michael Lee. Yeah. Um, Nora Jones. I mean, I mean, I feel I feel at home. <laughs> there, there's some pretty amazing artists here too. Yeah. You know, it's really cool that you're here and everything. And that I mean, me being from Ohio, I didn't necessarily have um, all the musical guys or the yeah, gals yeah. that were super talented in my peer group so coming here it's been an adjustment but it's been it's been comfortable because i'm now here amongst so many people like yourself that are doing great things so how did you necessarily get your start doing all this Ooh, hmm, well, i'm gonna go all the way back to age two <laughs> age two so my um my mom had exposed me to sesame street yeah. and whilst watching the show um I used to I used to replicate the rhythms that they would have like in their songs like one two three four five six. I will never mm -hmm. forget that song. <laughs> that was that was always that was that was my favorite from the show. But she would see that I would replicate like the different rhythms and and the melodies and the harmonies. And so my mom and dad put me in piano lessons really early while I was in um, preschool. Mm -hmm. And uh, from that point on, I started you know picking up on different instruments. Um, started working on not only just playing the piano but also easing into composing and then singing and songwriting and then 
here I am today. Here you are doing so many great things. I mean, music is something that, I mean, I've just always known. Like, I haven't chose it. Like, it chose me, mm. you know? Right, right, right. So, so in doing all these things at such a young age, I mean, we look at, I look at your your whole bio. I mean, you've done more than most people ever do in their entire <laughs> music careers. What was one moment for you that was super, um, you know, impactful to you? Super impactful. I would say my third album. Your third album. This my third album. This one that just came out. The one that just came out. Yeah, and what's the name of that album? Just so I can know. The whole truth. The whole truth. The nothing, whole truth. Nothing but the truth. Hey. <laughs> yeah, I listen to that. It, I love that. I love everything that you're doing in in that album, and I I listen to the previous ones that you did too. Mm -hmm. So I, it's really cool to see the growth. Um, and this album from from previous albums that you've done and everything for me mm -hmm. personally just listening to it and everything uh, What was the inspiration behind this? So the whole truth embodies a series of life events that occurred over the past couple of years in my life I was dealing with the pain and upset of broken relationships and other personal issues I was also overcoming some past struggles and dealing with new bullies in my life and in the midst of all of that I was trying to establish myself as a music artist in my community and among my peers. Being that I'm not just a musician or a singer or a composer, I'm all of that and then some, but that makes it even more challenging to find a place or create a line in the world that can be so cookie cutter, you know? Right, right. I've never felt like I've had to prove myself. I mean, I let my work speak for itself. Mm -hmm. But it's hard sometimes to get people to understand exactly what it is that I do. And that's important in order for me to make a living doing my art. Right. I just got to stay on my own journey and keep writing my own story. Right. You know? That's amazing. So overall, the whole truth is, well, about my journey up to this point. Mm -hmm. And each song represents an event or person that is a part of my story. How long did it take you to make something like this? The whole truth... I actually started writing it right after I had finished studio time with From the Bottom of My Heart. Um, I think Invisible was the first song that I wrote. Invisible was the first song you wrote. Mm -hmm. hmm. and, and so when you're, when you're writing, I mean, and you're creating music, what's the first, I don't know, what's the setting for you that's ideal for you to create? For me, I like to be in my room, lights off with the little fairy lights, you know what I'm talking oh, about? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> dimly lit and then i just sit at the keyboard and play what i feel you just play what you feel um for most of well for all of my songs i usually start with music first okay and then the lyrics kind of build up naturally on its own mm, okay so you start with the music first then you go to the lyrics mm -hmm. okay So this new song that you have right here, Change, that I w I've been listening to, uh, I mean, the lyrics are impactful in its own right, but what was the inspiration behind creating something like this? Um, change, out of all the tracks on the album, I'd say was definitely the hardest to write mm. and finalize. You know, going back to what I said, you know, growing up, um, especially in like public school, I was bullied a lot. Mm -hmm. I was surrounded by a lot of people who really didn't appreciate music or art or any forms of art the way that I did. And, you know, it really broke my heart at the time. And so, you know, I prayed in high hopes that I'd be surrounded one day by people who would truly appreciate and hear things the way that I did. And so, you know, that 
ended up happening like really slowly. I mm-hmm. mean, things started really looking up. Like I auditioned for this high school um, in Dallas, Texas, Booker T. Washington High School yeah. for the performing and visual arts. And I got in and there, you know, I was just surrounded by so many creative individuals and four years of that. And then I apply for the one school I've dreamt of since right. freshman year. And now I'm here mm-hmm. on a full tuition <laughs> scholarship. That's amazing. And I am surrounded by so many like-minded inv- individuals who, you know, not only appreciate just all forms of music and art, but, you know, challenge each other to do better and motivate each other. And so change sort of, you know, embodies that transition from being in a dark place in my life to this amazing positive reality that I'm in right now. Right. So, you know, I think the beauty about about what, what we all do, but um, especially what, what you are doing is is really you're bringing people onto this journey. I mean, you're this is more than just an album to me. I mean, this is a story to me. Mm-hmm. This is this is this is a book. You know, this is something that that um, is really showcasing, hey, this is where I was, but now look at who I am. It's something that's inspiring, um, especially for somebody like myself that uh, that looks up to what you're doing. I mean, <laughs> I mean, you're doing great things out here. And um, I mean, to, to see what you, you were doing and even the album release that you did back home in Texas, can you just talk to me a little bit about what that was like for you, going back home, now being here in Boston, everything like that? Well, going back, there was definitely a weather change. <laughs> when I left here, it was around 58, yeah. 60 degrees, nice and cool. But when I went back, it was like 90 degrees. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> but I would say it was definitely refreshing to um, to meet with my old friends again and to contact my mentors from Booker T that I still keep in touch with to this right. day. And, you know, to have my old friends who are also on the album to help me with this album release, you know, putting it together and we even had just one rehearsal that the day of Mm. and so to perform in front of not only just my friends but my family and to everybody who has supported me and uplifted me in some sort of way on my musical journey as an artist it was definitely something very eye-opening and something that i just deeply appreciate Mm -hmm. that's amazing So you have an upcoming performance November 17th in New York. Can you talk to me about that? I do, I do. I will be performing a three-hour set along with two good friends of mine, Imani Roussel and Sophia Anello. Catch us at Berlin under A in New York City. It starts at 8 o'clock and cover is $8 at the door. Please come, please come. (laughs) That's going to be an exciting time. Uh, Talk to me a little bit about performing in New York for you. I know that you have recently done the Governor's Ball Music Festival in New York City. Yes. Uh, So what's that experience like for you to perform outside of being in Dallas and, you know, even here in Boston? What's that like for you? So Governor's Ball was actually an opportunity that I had received through the House of Blues Music Forward Foundation in Dallas, Texas. Um, I had performed along with two other artists who are still good friends of mine to this day, T. Starverse and Maresha, who is currently overseas in Berlin. Shout out to her. Wow. And shout out to T. Starverse. Your music is amazing. You are a queen. Stay slay. <laughs> um, Governor's Ball, I would say that... That was a pretty interesting but really, really fun gig. I mean, it was really humid. Like, humid. I didn't know, like, New York gets, like, humid like that. Well, what time of the, the year summer? did you go? <laughs> oh, you went in the summertime? Yeah, in the, like, early summertime. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. I could see how it could be a humid out but there. Yeah, Governor's Ball, it was really, really fun to, like, see some of my favorite artists, like, live while I'm there, like, on the cute little city music <laughs> stage. That's very cool. <laughs> VIP stage. I mean, it was a really, really fun time. 
and I'll never forget on that Sunday that um, the f- the last festival day was closed due to like you know weather predicaments. Mm-hmm. Um, we got to meet Charlie XCX, wow. and we got to interview her like how how you know as a female in the music industry how she deals with you know struggles like people putting her down and not necessarily like taking her seriously because she's a femme in the music industry mm-hmm. and the way that she speaks upon it is so insightful and eye-opening and motivating and that's exactly what we need to do for you know other females in the industry like we need more producers we need more composers and singer-songwriters to you know bring them up in the Absolutely. industry and not just females but you know and anybody and everybody you know especially in our generation like in the youth like we need to motivate people to come in the music industry right so let me ask you this question because i'm now that you bring all that up and i see that's something that's truly important for you what do you see music or the platform of music being for you maybe going forward in the next 10 15 years for you for me my platform yeah i would say the one thing that i will truly advocate for is bringing up not just my generation but any forms of youth in the music industry i mean we we need such diversity in our producers and composers and arrangers and singer songwriters like you name it that will always be something that i will always advocate for is nice. diversity in nice. the music industry very cool very cool and that's awesome and that's definitely what we need right now mm-hmm. um <laughs> being here in the music industry and seeing it more um i mean just just we, we definitely need some, some more representation in certain fields. And so I think it's great that you have that initiative for yourself. Mm-hmm. So when we talk about amazing female actresses and actors, I mean, you, you hear about Jennifer Hudson. You hear about uh, Jada Pinkett Smith. And one thing that they all have in common is something that you have in common with mm-hmm. them is that you were a part of the NAACP AXO competition in San Antonio. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and I, you had to remind <laughs> me when I met you I, you, I didn't know that you were even in the competition with me, and, and you competed there and everything. So what was your category again? Uh, music composition. Music competition. Com- music composition. <laughs> <laughs> music competition. I've been thinking too much here but no and uh, my my category was instrumental contemporary i believe Mm -hmm. so what was that experience like for you being at the axel competition for me it was just amazing like not only like i was surrounded by like my people my family it was just i would say dang the highlight of it all was definitely participating in the band for the event. Oh, you did that. Okay, very cool. You played uh, keys for it? I played a key bass. Oh. I key bass for it. Nice. And I would say definitely like the, the networking opportunity that I had was definitely um, also a highlight. Mm-hmm. within participating in the NAACP AXO competition. Yeah, it's an interesting story with that. So I was supposed to play in the band for, for that, for the final, like, the showcase and everything. Mm-hmm. But my, the woman that was, like, the liaison for the Akron chapter, she missed an email for it. Ah. I was so hurt. <laughs> I was so hurt. Because I, w- I really wanted to do that. I really wanted to um just play with everybody that was there and everything. So, mm-hmm. but... I'm happy to know that you were a part of it because now I feel like I was a part of it vicariously through you. Aww. <laughs> I'm still kind of sad about it, though. I really wanted to do that. That's okay, though. That's neither <laughs> here nor there. So, of course, I've, I've talked about what you do as an artist, um, what you've been doing lately and how, how you started and everything. But I got to know who you are off your instrument and outside off of this. Off my instrument? So I got to know, what do you do for fun in your spare time? Hmm. <laughs> when you when you have spare time. When I have spare time. <laughs> um, I gotta say, 
I love me some Netflix. Uh oh, what what shows are we talking about? <laughs> now now you're in my wheelhouse. Mm. Uh, what's uh what's something I recently f- I um. I love Stranger Things. Stranger Things, okay. I love Riverdale. Riverdale. Um, now we're talking. I do like Hulu too. I love Hulu. Yeah. I am currently watching Grownish. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. With uh, uh, Yar Shahidi. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I say I really love TV shows, and the for me, it's the soundtracks, the soundtracks, and like the music applied to the TV shows. So, do you find yourself now that you're here at this school? Do you find yourself? analyzing the music in 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 these tv shows a little bit definitely much more okay yes. i thought i was the only one <laughs> no i was we were watching um a scary movie a couple weeks ago mm. and I, well i was in a deep sleep somebody woke me up and said oh the movie's over and i was like is it in the key of f <laughs> i don't know why i said that either but i was just i was zoned out man so, hey but yeah 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 where can people continue to follow your journey on what you're doing tell us the websites and social media you can follow me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, where I'm most active, at Demoy Janae. And you can find my music on all streaming platforms, Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon Music, Tidal. You'll find it anywhere. The whole truth out now. Demoya, thank you so much for being on. This was amazing. Thanks for taking the time. And I'm looking forward to seeing what you got coming up in the upcoming years here at Berkeley College of Music. Thank you for having me, Kofi. Thank you again for tuning into the Kofi B podcast, but I do need your help real quick right here. Listen, if you like what you heard and you want other people to hear it, I need you to share this podcast, okay, on every social media site that you can think of, every page that you have, every post that you make, just make your next one about the Kofi B podcast. We're doing a lot of great things here, as you can see, and I want to continue this trend going forward. And also, side note, college ain't cheap. (laughs) So if you like what I'm doing here in these interviews and talking to these amazing people, here at Berkeley College of Music and abroad, donate. Go to my website, kofibmusic.com slash donate. And at a click of the button, you can be the savior to keep me here for the next three years. Be that person. I love you forever. <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning in to the Kofi B podcast. And I hope that the rest of your day is just as great as you are. <laughs> Peace, guys.